Some people would like to put their faith in Jesus and follow him. But when they look at Christians around them, they hesitate. When they look at Christians in their lives, they hesitate. Maybe you are married to a Christian, but their character, their behavior is not even close to the character of Christ as described in the Bible. Maybe your husband or your wife is a Christian, but when you look at her or him, you don't see Jesus. Perhaps you used to work for a Christian. Your boss used to be a Christian. But your experience there was not ideal. He was not or she was not the best boss for you. Maybe your parents were Christians who tried to force religion on you. They took you to church by force. I'm guilty of that. Yes. If you are in my house, you go to church on Sunday. That's the rent you pay. Perhaps you had a horrible experience with church before. Maybe you think Christians are all a bunch of hypocrites. Maybe when you look at them, you just see hypocrites. Or perhaps you have an open mind. Maybe you have an open mind. You, you, you consider Christianity. It's not, you're not against it. But you have an open mind. But at this stage, you think Christianity is one of the myths. It's just one of those, when you look at movies, you can see the, 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 the mythology, the Greek mythology and, and German mythology, and you, know, and you think it's one of them. Christianity is one of those myths. I'm glad you are here this morning. Even if that's your experience, I want you to consider becoming a follower of Jesus because of what happened at Easter. Because of what we are celebrating today. The foundation of the Christian faith is not Christians. The foundation of Christian faith is not behaviors of Christians. The foundation of the Christian faith isn't having all of our questions answered. Or all our prayers answered. That's not the foundation of the Christian faith. The foundation of our faith is, is what we celebrate at Easter. Christianity did not start with Jesus' message. It did not. When he was arrested, no one claimed to believe his message. All his followers deserted him. Christianity did not begin with Jesus' miracles. No. No. That's not the foundation of our faith. By the time he was crucified, none of the people who received healing was still following him. By the time he was crucified, no one, even Lazarus, was not mentioned. The guy who was resurrected from the tomb after four days, he was not there to defend him. So it's not miracles. Christianity started with what happened at Easter. But we have a problem. There was a problem. The problem with Jesus' message was that it was all centered on him. It was all centered on him. It was all about Jesus. About the person. 
unlike all other revolutionary leaders like Mandela, like Muhammad, the guy who started Islam, like Martin Luther King Jr., Unlike all those leaders, Jesus never taught his followers to believe in his ideas. He taught them to believe in him. We have a problem. He asked them to put their trust in him. You know, when you preach ideas, like Martin Luther King Jr., when he died, other people took from there and continued to walk with those ideas because it was about ideas. It was about an ideology. But with Jesus, it was not the case. It was not about ideas. It was about the guy himself. Matthew sixteen thirteen to 17. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the son of God is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But you, he asked them, who do you say what I, that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus responded, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father in heaven. Jesus is making things about him now. It's becoming now about him. He affirmed that Peter was right. The right answer was that Jesus was the savior the Jews were waiting for. Good on you, Jesus. He's making everything about him. John chapter 1 verse, verse 29. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. His cousin, John, he was preaching an idea. He was preaching a message. John was not about John. John was about Jesus. About someone who is coming. And when he saw Jesus walking toward him, he introduced Jesus. This is the person I've been telling you he's coming. John was revolutionary. He was great. But his message was not about him. It was about the person Jesus. Jesus put himself at the center of the message of the scripture, not just the message of his disciples. He put himself at the center of the message of the scripture, including the Jews' scriptures. He put himself at the center of what they've been talking about for years. Listen to what he said. Luke chapter 4, 18, 21. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim, to, to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He then rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of every, everyone in the synagogue were, were fixed on him. He began by saying to them, Today, as you listen, this scripture has been fulfilled. 
What you've been reading about in the, in the scriptures of Moses, in the prophet, and all that you've been reading about was about me. Good on you, Jesus. And the disciples were proud of him. They were happy to be the ones following the guy who claims to be the one. In John eleven twenty five, Jesus said to her, I'm the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Okay. Then he did something and Lazarus came back to life after saying this word. Everybody believed in him. Not he who believed in my philosophy. Not he who believes in my message. Not he who believes in my idea. But whoever believes in me. That was his message. The problem with Jesus is that he kept talking about Jesus. One day, he was conversing with his followers and they asked him to show them the Father. And he replied to them in John 14, 9. Jesus said to him, Have I been among you all this time and you do not know me, Philip? The one who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Jesus again makes himself equal to God. I am God. If you see me, you have seen God the Father. He made his followers believe in him and not necessarily his ideas. Then suddenly, suddenly, after all that, he got arrested. He got arrested. They sentenced him to death. The disciples started to realize things are getting complicated. Then he was taken to the cross. I'm telling you, the disciples did not see that coming. The problem was, if it was about ideas, they could just elect another leader to continue with the ideas. It was not about ideas. It was not about a philosophy. It was about a person. And if that person is not around, the whole movement dies. He has made us believe in him, not his message. All other leaders, they teach their disciples ideas. Even John taught his disciples ideas. Even Moses taught the people of Israel ideas. This is what God is saying. We follow what God says. It's not about Moses. It's about what God is saying. It's about ideas. But with Jesus, it was not about ideas. It was about him. And then he got arrested. They said, no, 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 there is a problem here. When Jesus died, his disciples had nothing. They did not have anything to stand on. Nothing. No foundation because the person they believed in, the person they trusted is gone. Jesus did not leave them room for that. For electing another leader? No. No. There was not room for that. We elect leaders. If we don't like a leader, I once went to bed, I don't remember the year well, and I woke up in the morning, we have a new prime minister. Oh, it was not an election day. It was just like that. 
they change the prime minister. Why? Because it's about ideas. If we don't like what they are doing about our convictions, we kick them out. This one was not about ideas. It was about the person. They could not elect another leader to continue the movement because everything he taught was centered on him. His death was the end of the movement, the end of his message, the end of his ideas. His death was the end of everything. When he died, no teaching would have made any sense. When Jesus died, no one believed his message. When Jesus died, unlike any other leader we celebrate, when Jesus died, the movement died with him. The movement died with him because he was the movement. The very Peter who claimed earlier that Jesus was the son of God changed his mind. The guy who said, you are the son of God, and Jesus told him, it's not flesh and blood that reveals that to you. It's not just because you are smart, Peter. It's because God, my father in heaven, has revealed that to you. Peter forgot the compliment he got. He forgot that. And you know who who's intimidated Peter? You know, you know what? A young girl came to Peter and asked Peter, are you one of them? Peter said, eh, 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 eh. who? Me? Never. Not a soldier with a sword. A young girl just passing by. Said, hmm, I recognize this guy. Are you one of them? Ah, since when? Me? Me? His message fell apart. When Jesus died, the movement died with him. Why? Because the movement was not about philosophy, but about the person, Jesus. The movement was not about ideas. It was not about the message. It was about the person. Then came Sunday. Then came Sunday, the first day of the week. As Jesus predicted, something that will divide history happened on that Sunday. John 21 to 8. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark. She saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she went running to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said to them, They've taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they've put him. At that, Peter and the other disciple went out, heading for the tomb. The two were running together. But the other disciple outran Peter and got to the tomb first. I love the way John is writing. The other disciple, the one who Jesus loved, that himself. He's writing about him. I was loved by Jesus, guys. And then, he, he, why, add this to the, why add this to the scripture? The other disciple, not me, but the other, outran Peter. You need to know that too. I was faster than Peter. John is writing about himself. In the th- <laughs> I love the humanity of these guys. Stooping down, he saw the linen cloth lying there, but he did not go in. I love the truth about the scripture. He's writing his strength and his weaknesses. 
When he got to the door, he could not enter because he was afraid. If it was me, I would just say, and I went and I don't tell you what happened at the door. Mm. So you don't know that I was afraid. But he writes everything. That tells us the story is true. Because you get all the nuances, all the balance in the story. Then following him, Simon Peter also came. He entered the tomb and saw the linen cloth lying there. The wrapping that had been on his head was not lying with the linen cloth, but was folded up in a separate place by itself. So if it was about being stolen, they could have stolen the whole thing, isn't it? The whole thing. They couldn't remove the wrapping and the linen stuff, clothes, no. But it was there. That means it was something different. The wrapping that had been on his head was not lying with the linen cloth, but was folded up in a separate place by itself. The other disciple, John is talking about him, who had reached the tomb first, then also went in, saw, and believed. The disciple did not believe when Jesus died. They forgot what he said. They did not believe when he was buried. It is when John entered the tomb that the Bible says and believed that when he became a Christian. Let me tell you what that means. The resurrection brought Christianity. It's only when they saw the tomb was empty that John believed. Ah, all that he was saying was true. Now everything made sense. Now all his message made sense. All his claim made sense. Now he's the son of God. Now he's the resurrection of life. Now he's who he claims to be. Because of the resurrection. The resurrection was the pillar. It is the pillar of Christianity. It is the pillar. It was the pillar of their faith. It is the pillar of our faith. Not Christians. Not your husband. Not your mother, not your sister, not the guy who calls himself Christian, not your boss because he's Christian. That's not the, faith, the foundation of our faith. It is the resurrection. And he said in 1 Corinthians 15, 14, And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless and so is your faith. What I'm saying now is useless. I'm wasting your time. If this day did not happen, I'm, using, I'm wasting your time. And your faith and my faith is in vain, useless. That's what Paul said. Because everything is founded on what happened on Easter. Easter became his followers' message. It became their center message. You killed him. God raised him. We have seen him. Now repent of your sins and say you are sorry. 
Acts 2, 38. Peter replied, repent and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Christianity is not a myth. Christianity was not founded on rules and regulations. The Christian message is based on an actual historical event. The resurrection of Christ. Because Jesus rose from the dead, his message is valid. He is what he claims to be. He is the message. Jesus is the message. Christianity is built upon his identity as son of God. His perfect life and his substitutionary death and resurrection for the forgiveness of our sins. That's what Christianity is based upon. His followers were called Christians for the first time in Antioch. In Acts 11, 26, the disciples were first called Christians at Antioch. So no one was called a Christian at the cross or before the cross. The term means little Christ. Little Christ. It was initially used as a derogatory language against the Christians. But believers embraced it. They say, oh, little Christ. We want that. <laughs> we want that. It became a badge of honor. But understand something, Christians. Little Christ are not Christ. They are not. Yes, they represent Christ. But they are not Christ. Throughout history, throughout history, Christians have done, Christians have done a lot, so many good things, so many good things. Christianity has been intricately intertwined with the, the history and formation of the Western society, Christianity. Throughout its long history, the church, the church has been a significant source of social services, like uh, schooling and, and hospitals and, and, and it has been an inspiration for art, culture and philosophy. Even the, the, the university, the model of university we have today, it started with Christians. Christians started university. So Christianity has done a lot of good things. On the other hand, the church is an institution, not the body of Christ, but the institution called church has been through chaos and Christians have made so many mistakes they've went to war killed people and when people say that I agree with them yes Christians have made so many mistakes and they are still making them today why because they are not Christ they are not the foundation of our faith Christians will continue to make mistakes the message of Christianity is based on Christ. I don't believe because my mother did. I don't believe because my father did. And if that's what you are doing now, you are lost, my friend. You are lost. You don't believe because someone does. Believe because of Christ. Christ. And, and don't stop believing because of someone. Don't. Don't let someone stand between you and salvation and Christ. 
He has proven himself to be true. He is the son of God. He is your savior. He has your eternity in his hand. If you rely on your wife's behavior to believe or your boss's behavior or your pastor's behavior, you are doomed, my friend. Your pastor will make mistakes. Jesus will never make mistakes. Do not let anyone stand between you. Jesus himself was not a Christian. He was not like Christ. <laughs> he was not little Christ. Ah, now you get what I meant. Jesus was not a Christian. He's Christ. We are little Christ. We are trying to follow him. We are trying the best we can to live like him. We always miss the mark. Always. Thank you, I want. We always do. Christian, I'm telling you, today, if you want to take one thing from this, from this service is this. Do not let Christians overshadow your view of Christ. Christ is the, the message. Not Christians. We can try to please you. We can try. That's why we cooked food today. <laughs> we want you to feel good after the service. We want to, you to like us. But if there is too much salt in one of the meals, it's because we are not Christ. We are little Christ. <laughs> there will always be those who call themselves Christians and act otherwise. Always. Christians are not perfect. They are not. Even the best of us is still human. Even the best of us is still fallible. Expecting Christians to be perfect is like going to the gym and expecting everybody there to be fit. When you go to the gym, you see people with different shapes and different, you know, a different stage of their journey of fitness. Don't ask yourself, why that one is also here? Who called that one here? No. No, 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 no. The gym exists for the people like me. We go there, we, we start with half a kilo. <laughs> Tomorrow we will grow to one kilo. Before you know it, we'll start 100 kilos. You'll see me in two years. It's a journey. It's a journey. Don't complain when you go to church and you find sinners there. Oh, I went to the church. I saw that girl there. Does she also go to church? Of course she does. Of course she does. Of course she does. That's why church exists. For people like her. Yeah. It's not the, 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 the healthy that needs Christ. The sinners. When you go to the hospital, who is there? The sick. The sick. So when you come to church, expect to see sick people here. And if your faith is based on them, you are doomed. They should not be the foundation of your faith. Maybe you've been disappointed with church. Maybe you've been somewhere and the church really treated you bad. Maybe your pastor failed you. Maybe the foundation of your faith should be on Christ. Because of what he proved on Easter Sunday. He predicted it and pulled it off. That guy should be believed. He made the message about him. 
and he proved that he was worthy of that. Gandhi did not do that. Muhammad did not do that. Martin Luther, Martin Luther King Jr. did not do that. Mandela did not do that. They preached ideas. Jesus preached himself. And said, if you believe in me, no, 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 not my ideas. If you believe in me, I am the resurrection and life. I am the way, the truth and life. I am. And he proved himself to be true on Easter Sunday. If you're still thinking about it, you are still, you are still considering becoming a Christian. Today is the right day. For you to make this decision, I think I need to follow Jesus for who he is, not for who this guy who is talking is. No, 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 not because of me, not with my red jacket. Don't follow me. I can lead you astray. Not because of the person sitting next to you. I know, don't look at her. Don't look at him. Don't look at them. Don't look at them. They are fallible sinners. The cross. Our eyes to Jesus. Scratch did not send Christians to start a religion. No. Christianity is the result of Christ's resurrection. It's not a religion in this sense. Religion is man's attempt to reach God. But Christianity teaches that God has reached down to us. You see the difference there? We're not trying to go to God. We're not trying to be good. We're not trying to please God. We are not. Because of what Jesus did at Easter, because of that, we know God has come to us in our sins, in our weaknesses, in our failures. He came and reached his hand and reached out to us and pulled us to him. That's what Jesus did for you. Are you still considering becoming a Christian? Are you still considering following Jesus? Today should be the day you make that decision. It's not about Christians. It's about Christ. If you've been disappointed with some Christians, they are not Christ. We are all followers of Christ trying to get it right. I'm not justifying bad behavior, brothers and sisters. I'm not. What Christians do that are wrong are wrong and I understand. But truth be told, Christians will always make mistakes. This is an invitation to you if you've been considering becoming a Christian or following Jesus. Do not let some Christians' behavior stop you because the story is not about them. Jesus was not a Christian. Don't ditch him because of Christians. Christians. 